Alright, hello everybody. Welcome to In My Humble Opinion. Today we're going to be talking about the NBA bubble. Talking about NBA playoffs because it's just starting. It's currently 3 o'clock here while we're talking about it. So we're going to try to give our quick predictions of what we think is going to happen. So, David, let's go round by round and let's see what you think is going to happen. And then I'm going to go after you and say my opinion. Alright, sounds good. So first game... Or yeah, let's do the game that's going on right now. We're halfway through the Nuggets and uh, Jazz game. Who do you think is going to come out of that game? I mean, right now the Nuggets are leading. That's the team I have winning this series. I think it could be a competitive one, but I still have the Nuggets winning it. What about you? Yeah, um, I think yeah, I agree. I think the the Nuggets will will end up winning that series. I think they they've had more bright spots in this comeback this uh this bubble um time that we've had with you know obviously michael porter he's been amazing definitely yeah we got a follow up or the next game would be uh the clippers versus the mavericks who do you, who do you got i really love this series i think this is gonna be a fun series to watch i uh, i think if you're just going off talent and what, who should win? It should be the Clippers. So I'm gonna have to go with that, even though it, it it's a, it's a tough one for me personally because you got you know Luca's the man and everything like that. And the Clippers still look a little disjointed from time to time, but their talent top to bottom is just so much better. And they have two really great guys, and Paul George is starting to play really well again. So I, I think if everyone's healthy on that team, they're they're winning it. And I don't I don't think it's gonna be a close one to be honest. Yeah, uh, that's what I was originally thinking. The the Clippers just have far too much talent. Yes, Luca and Kristaps and are are very good players, but the two of them won't be able to to overcome the what the Clippers have. But you did bring up a good point. The Clippers just aren't looking smooth right now, at least in the the games leading up to the playoffs. So that that'd be the setup for the the conference finals for the Western conference finals. So you got the nuggets and the Clippers in the second yeah. round. Who, who do you have coming out of that matchup? That, that That's probably one of the hardest ones to pick. You know what I'm saying? Again, if you're going to go full strength, everything's going. You, I still think you got to take the, the Clippers. I, I really do because I don't think the nuggets have the perimeter, like, defense to stop Paul George and Kawhi and in and as long as like you know Jokic is a, a could score but Jokic isn't like a dominant score like Zubac and Harrell and stuff like that and whoever else and Morris whoever else I want to throw on him they can just slow him down just a little bit unless the the Nuggets are hitting threes and their bench is scoring a lot I just don't see that I'm having I have the Clippers winning that it's probably be closer a closer series but I don't I I, I still think you gotta go Clippers yeah, I, I totally agree. We're looking real chalk right now, just picking the favorites. But, you know, at some point, talent talent just outshines and outlasts uh, technique, especially when you're lacking depth like the Nuggets are with the injuries they've had. Mm-hmm. Just I, I, At some point, you just got to believe, even though the Clippers have been lacking form, that just having Kawhi, Paul George – and, and some of the other talent there, it's just going to pull through. For sure. So on the other half of the Western Conference bracket, in the first round, 
We have the Lakers playing Portland. How do you think this is going to go? <laughs> this 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 one I think was the toughest one for me personally because I'm a big Damian Lillard fan and you know Dame time, bro, and playoff Dame. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, through reading some articles and you know, just honestly, again, what you said, it's tough that we're just picking favorites. I think you just got to go with the Lakers because I think CJ and Dame is the duo, and Nurkic back and playing well is amazing. Mm-hmm. But LeBron and AD is still the better duo, and who they have no one really to shut those guys down because Ariza's out, like, you know he opted out, which mm-hmm. we all respect. But I don't think they have the perimeter to stop him. And I know the Lakers have issues at guard for stopping Dame and CJ, but you know CJ's nursing that fractured back. You don't know how that's gonna go. And even then, I don't know if that offense can carry, you know, them past the, the Lakers because the Lakers are gonna score too, no matter what. They're going to score. For me, it's like the thing is, the Lakers haven't even been shooting well. If the Lakers start shooting just even a little bit better, it's it's over. So I'm I'm going Lakers. I don't have a prediction how close or how like tight the series is going to be. I'm just going to go Lakers because that's what I think is the the safer bet. Yeah, the the Lakers. It's been a common thing for for most of the the top level teams in in both the conferences. Actually, that's kind of wrong because Toronto's been looking phenomenal, but yeah. uh. For, I, I, most of the top teams are struggling, at least in this restart. Um, the Lakers are still trying to – they're struggling to find their form. Uh, I don't think it's going to – I don't think it will be too close like some people believe. A lot of people believe playoff Dame's going to show up and, and kind of take over. But Portland really hasn't looked that good. Like, they, they have moments. <clears throat> they really are struggling defensively. So, like you said, AD, LeBron, they're – Portland doesn't really have people to stop them. So I think they're just going to score. Uh, so I think the Lakers are going to win that series. This, to me, is, I think, the tightest series in the Western Conference. The Rockets and the Thunder. I think this Definitely. series is going to be really, really interesting and good. A lot of history there, too. For sure. I think this is going to be the most fun matchup, especially mm-hmm. in the West. I agree with you. I think you hit the head on the nail. It's... This one's a great one. My the biggest question mark is Russ. Is he gonna play or not with the the strained quad? Mm-hmm. If Russ misses this series, I'm picking the Thunder. Truthfully, I like the Thunder a lot. I just I like, like the, the the attitude and, and and swag they come out with. Like they, I For feel like sure. they've always been looked down upon, especially since Russ left. Um, but you know, CP3 kind of rallied the troops. So like CP3 obviously wants to come out and make a statement, beat his former team the Rockets uh, kind of proved that, you know, it, he wasn't the issue in Houston and that wasn't why they couldn't win. He's got all these yeah. young fellows around him. He's got Danil Gallinari, who's a proven veteran that that's been established and very good for most of his career. I think yeah. I, I, I really like the thunder. I, I don't know if I'm saying that like that they're going to win because I just like them or cause I <laughs> genuinely think they're going to, they're a better team. But I'm I'm going with the Thunder. I just I just like that team a lot. Three headed monster, bro. With the three point guards. Yeah. Uh, CP3, uh, Shea, and or Shy, my bad, and uh, De- Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. You know they, they they have a they have a solid team. You know I mean for them I, I like I said the biggest question mark besides being Russ would be you know CP3 has had a lot of issues in the playoffs over his career. So it's not even just about being his former team. I think it's about proving everyone that he can win the playoffs. But also a side note for me would be just. Can James Harden, you know, make keep, does he have the stamina? 
in the playoffs because you have the the willpower. Will he show up if it's tight? Or you know, or three, their three. small ball. The Rockets got their their little small ball action going on where they got PJ Tucker starting at center. Yeah. You know? I'm not too worried about that because Steven Adams is not a dominant scorer, personally, in my opinion. I love Steven Adams, but he's not a dominant scorer. And think about it, the the Thunder plays small, too, at the top. Of right. The, they run three three guards or even just two. Like, Yeah, I know Shea's long and, like, 6'5", or whatever it is, 6'6". Six, six, but, like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I like the series. I think without Russ, it really changes everything. But you never know. James Harden's a baller. He's mm-hmm. led the league in scoring. But kudos to the Thunder no matter what, man. They proved everyone. I think it was 0.2% chance of them making the playoffs this year. At and the they beginning of the out. season, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and they balled out. And I think this also shows – I've never been a huge Billy Donovan fan personally. I think I think he's proved a lot of people wrong, including myself. Yes. So, yeah. great series either way. Whoever wins, I think it's a little bit of a toss-up, but I think you and the same page. No Russ, or at least Russ misses half the series, I'm going Thunder. All right, yeah, me too. So, we're, 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 on, we're on the same page, you know? I like this. Yeah. So for the next round, it we would have the Lakers versus the Thunders. Oh, I'm going Lakers. I'm sorry. That's I yeah. think that I think I think there's again who's gonna stop LeBron and AD on yep. the Thunder? No one. And uh, I I think I think the Thunder a key a key key thing in every series is gonna be bench scoring. They need the bench to score and they need their three guards. Yeah. To not all show up, but at least two out of the three to show up. And that's not just that's every like scoring creating you know and you know defense all of it like you need all these guys because that seems like a yeah you gotta a, have a perfect series yeah basically at all, series, but it's gonna at all points go. of the game like perfect series yeah and and that's the key what you did you didn't nail that the the bench scoring is key to beat the lakers because y'all know like you you're every team's gonna struggle against the lakers starting five just because it's lebron and anthony davis like you got, in my personal opinion, you got the best player all time in LeBron James. Oof. I, I say what you want to say. He's. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing. Just saying hot take for people. For people out there. Yeah, I mean, say what you want. LeBron is the most skilled, the the best yes. overall player. Yes. I think there's a, a an argument a, a, fasc, a fascination with Michael because he was the first player to dominate at that level. So a lot of people find it hard to believe that other players can dominate at the level that Michael did, if not better, which I think LeBron has proven to do. I don't want to even, I don't want to hear the ring discussion. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron went to the finals, what eight, nine years in a row. He has, he has two, he has two of the worst rated teams to make it to the finals or like two of the top three worst teams yeah. to ever make it to the finals. He single-handedly carried the Cavs to a dub against the Warriors who were like arguably one of the best teams in history. I don't even want to hear it, but whatever. I think that Thunder is just going to struggle. Like it's the, it's hard for me to go against that, that one, two combo. Like I understand they're lacking a lot of depth right now, especially at the guard position without having Rondo and Avery Bradley. But the late, like, they have LeBron at point guard now. Like, you have Anthony Davis, one of the best overall players in in the league right now. I think the Lakers are coming out, and I don't. I wouldn't be shocked if it was a sweep. Maybe a courtesy sweep where where the Thunder's get one game. But yeah, like 
I, I think I think the Lakers might just cakewalk through that one. I think they're it's gonna have a tougher time with the Blazers than they will with their second round matchup, whether Agreed. it be the Rockets or the Thunder. I actually think you're just perfect right now. Like everything you're saying, like we're kinda on the same wavelength, the same vibe. Like I agree. If it's not a perfect storm, the Thunder aren't winning. And like it's not just like the bench scoring, like I said, like the Thunder are going to have to shoot the three ball well because the Lakers don't. Mm-hmm. That's a big. If a team shoots the three ball really well, like the entire team, and the bench scores, the Lakers are that puts the Lakers in a tough, 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 tough spot. So that means LeBron and AD have to drop 20, 30 plus each. And honestly, I know they got Waiters and Jr., which I, I, I really do. I think both those additions aren't terrible additions. I just think. You know, you don't know what you're getting. That's why they tinkered a lot in the bubble, and we'll see how that works out. I'm I'm thinking they need – Green's been struggling a little bit. They need Green and Caldwell Pope to get back to their form shooting-wise, and I think they're going to be playing Caruso a lot. Yeah. Caruso's been playing, at least from what I've been seeing in the in, in the earlier games in the bubble, Caruso's been playing more than uh, Dion and J.R. Smith. They, they kind of – they, they kind of come in when the game's out of reach just to, like, see what they could get out of them. But yeah. it, it, like you said, they're, they're just question marks. Like, you know, with Dion and Jr., they both have the potential to have nights where they, they drop 20 some points. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, you're going to get a defensive liability. You're going to get guys who are going to shoot the ball almost every time they touch it. And Agreed. more often than not, they're not going to be making their shots. Yeah. But yeah, I think I th- my personal opinion, I think Vogel needs to do is when LeBron comes out, they obviously have to keep AD in. Mm-hmm. I think they have to play because Waiters probably has the best handles of the the most. Or if they want to do Caruso, you have to play Caruso and Waiters together or have Waiters at the point guard spot and then have Green and Pope in. Like keep shooters in around Dion Waiters yeah. and guys that could defend because both Green and Caldwell Pope are solid defenders. Or Caruso, who can actually play some point guard and defend. He's not a great shooter, but you got to like – I think – that's the only way to supplement LeBron out because they don't yeah. really have a true point guard. You're going to have to have waiters and you on need, the floor as a point guard. You need Anthony Davison, 100%. Always. Oh, agreed. You're, yeah, you, you're going to have to take them both out at points in the game, but you have to be prepared to for the other team to go on a run and for you to have an offensive drought. But for the most part, you need to find a way to keep at least one of them in the game for yeah. for most of it. And I think you got to be willing, and Anthony Davis got to be willing to play some center because I think mm-hmm. – like, in that case, LeBron not on the floor. And even when LeBron's on the floor, but especially when LeBron's not on the floor, the the best case, since you don't have a true creator, it's probably having floor spacing, not, like, a big and JaVale or Dwight on the floor. Right. Like, you want to you wanna space the floor yeah. the best you can. So Anthony at the five is probably the best. And whoever you want to put the four, whether it be, I guess, Markeith Morris, I like that lineup. Like, Dion Waiters, Green, Pope, Morris, and, and Davis, I think that's – a very versatile group or yeah. even you take out green if you want to rest green and you put in uh caruso with waiters or jr with waiters i mean i don't really want to put jr with waiters but you could yeah all right so the western conference finals we both have the lakers versus the clippers who do you have advancing to the nba finals <sighs> <laughs> can you go first on this one yeah can i hear your opinion first yeah um yeah, I'm going chalk here. I, it's also like I, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I I'm a massive LeBron fan. Um, I just appreciate what he's done to the, like done for the game, done for just communities. I think he's an amazing human being. 
Um, and I think he's the best basketball player ever. I think it's going to be a very, very tight series. I just think the Lakers are going to pull it out, though. I think LeBron. It's LeBron. You know how you got playoff Dame. You got these guys who show up in the playoffs. LeBron yeah. is he is a walking franchise. He he finds a way to get you to the finals. Last year was his his first year not making it to the playoffs. What since his sophomore year, his like second year in the in the league, he like he he went to nine or eight straight NBA finals with some very good teams with so, with some bad teams. He finds a way to win. I think Toronto's still having some magic, so I don't know if that shines negatively on Kawhi. Like everyone was overhyping Kawhi's effect in Toronto and in, in their win last year. Kawhi hasn't looked phenomenal so far in the playoffs. LeBron has looked good in some games. Yes, he has looked irrelevant in other games, but he's at least shown signs of still being very good. Kawhi hasn't mm-hmm. done that recently. Paul George is hit or miss. The Clippers are having some death issues as well as the Lakers, but I just I just I think the Lakers will pull it through. I think it will be a very tight series though. I uh, going off what you said, I, I am a LeBron fan too, for people out there. I, I'm not as big of a LeBron fan as Jesse, like at the same time. I, I am a massive LeBron fan. I do think he's the best player on the planet. And I was kind of one of those people I thought Kawhi has been a l- amazing player, top three, four player, not arguing that. I think I think it's LeBron one and I guess Giannis too, even mm. though I think Giannis gets a little more love than I agree with also. But mm. I think Kawhi is like maybe three or four. And I think the injury issue and the not playing because you're resting is, is a big issue for me with Kawhi. But I, and I, I like Paul George more than Jesse does. And I think Paul George is starting to find his groove because he was really, really banged up. I think the the main thing, I, I really don't know who's going to win. And this is kind of like not really a fair way to do this, but the Clippers have a tougher path, in my opinion, a tougher path to the final uh, to the conference finals. Yeah, I can and see I that. And I think that I think if the Lakers play less games, they're going to win. I think if the Clippers have to play more games, that's a big deal. But at the same time, I will say this: overall, roster to roster, the Clippers roster is better. My opinion, personal opinion, top to bottom, there's just more there. Mm-hmm. There's more. There's more scoring. There's an insane amount of defense. They have some shooting. You know, there's there's a lot going on. There's playmaking. It, there's there's really a lot. And Kawhi and Paul George are just as versatile as LeBron and AD. Like they can Kawhi and Paul George can play two through freaking four easily. Like, and they both can handle the ball pretty well. They both can shoot, both can drive, both are great defenders. So I'm going to go with the Lakers if they play less games. If it's close, like the games are really close, how much they play, or the Lakers play a lot, I'm taking the clips easily. And I don't think it's close. I don't think the Lakers would win more than two. Really? Like, so you're telling me for all, all the haters out there, by the way, who've said LeBron can't play defense anymore. He's too old. Please go take a look at when the Lakers played the Clippers and LeBron put the clamp, put the clamp down on Kawhi and Paul George for the final possession. To yeah, but he can't do both. He'll, he'll, like, he'll will he away. He'll will away. Oh, to, he can't guard both of them, yes. That's but, what I'm saying. Like, I, like, he did that. He did that. And I think LeBron has had a resurgence 
and he's a great defender. And I never thought he was a bad one. I think he just kind of focused more on offense. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, honestly, the team needs it. I I I was okay. So you're you're saying in a situation on on their runs to the finals, if the Lakers mm-hmm. play less games, you think they win and go close to the NBA one, finals? A close one. Okay, still close. And then, but you're saying if they if they play an e, or close to an equal amount of games leading into the conference finals, okay, if that you think the Clippers will advance to the finals? Yes, because I think as much as we want to say this, LeBron is older, mm-hmm. and that's going to play an effect. And also, the Lakers don't have a good as a bench and don't have the punch, the scoring punch on the bench the Clippers have. That's true. But so who, think, who's guarding Anthony Davis? Who's guarding Anthony Davis? Because it ain't Kawhi. If Kawhi tries, I'm not saying Anthony Davis is going to just destroy him and go off, but I think Anthony Davis is going to get some. I don't think Kawhi's going to lock him down. I, sh- I don't think Paul George is going to do anything if, if he tries to guard Anthony Davis. And I, my, Montrell Harrell, he hasn't been playing. So is you think Zubach is going to come over and try to help? Morris, maybe. Bro. I'm not saying up. that he's going to get locked down. No one's locking him down. But I'm saying vice versa. It's even worse of a situation, I feel like, for the Lakers guarding Kawhi and Paul George. You can say what you want. Anthony Davis cannot, like, he's not. He's an athlete, but he's not locking those guys right. down. From right. Here. I don't think if I'm Frank Vogel, I have LeBron guarding one, mm-hmm. and I'm putting. Danny Green on the on on like Paul George, and I'm just telling him to face guard. Just don't let him get the ball, and just hoping that you could force them to score through other players. Um, obviously, it's that was that's an ideal situation. We don't know if that will happen. Uh, yeah. it's easy to say that, but you know, at the end of the day, they're all star caliber caliber players. Um, they're gonna get theirs, but. I think it's going to be an exciting series anyways. So let's go over to the Eastern side. All right. I'm going to save, in my opinion, what the best series is in the whole entire first round till the end. Okay? Okay. So let's start with another what I think could be a, a good series, but we we can, like we could argue why it won't be. But I think the Celtics and 76ers will be – an, uh, an interesting series. I got the C's winning. Me too. Yep. I'm a I'm, you as you know. I I'm not from Boston or anything like that, but I'm a huge fan of uh, Brad Stevens and the players they have and Danny Ainge. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm the type of guy like it sounds like kind of like bandwagony, but I don't bandwagon teams. I bandwagon players more. Like I like certain players and stuff like that. And I've always been a huge Jalen Brown fan. And I've lo- I love Jason Tatum and I I like Gordon Hayward and Kemba. Like I like. I like what they have, and I think Brad Stevens is probably the best coach, if not top three best coach in the NBA. And I just think with Ben Simmons out and Embiid being kind of banged up, and this the issues that the Seven Sisters have had all year with shooting, that if 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 the Celtics can contain can be Embiid or just frustrate Embiid, you know, and Embiid's not dominating, they're gonna win. And I don't know. I'm not predicting what games are going to be, how many games, whatever, because I have no idea. But I don't think the 76ers have zero chance. It just depends on the type of Embiid you're getting. 
in, in my opinion, and if they can shoot the ball at a sol- from three at a solid clip, which is doubtful because they've struggled heavily in uh, the shooting category. I I agree. I think the 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 Celtics are too versatile and too well rounded of a team. Uh, obviously, Ben Simmons being out uh, is is a huge loss for the Sixers. But to be honest, I'm not a big Ben Simmons fan. I don't. I don't see I don't see that combination of Embiid and Simmons being too efficient in the future, but it doesn't really matter cuz it's not relevant this year cuz Simmons is out. But yeah, I think th- yeah, like you said, Sixers struggled uh shooting. They're they just they're just outmatched, I think. Outmatched and the depth of the Celtics, the versatility of the Celtics is just is too great to to overcome, especially when you're missing one of your best players. So yeah, so we both have the Celtics advancing to the next round, and so they would play the winner of Toronto and Brooklyn. Uh, like I'm gonna get this out of the way. <laughs> Sweet, don't guys don't yeah. even sweep. Yeah, I don't no even shot. think there's gonna be a gentleman sweep where they get one game. I think Toronto is no. just gonna come in. Toronto's just looked unbelievable, unfreaking believable in this restart. Yeah, I think they, not, I think they they have the second best form in the entire restart behind the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns had the best restart bubble play out of anyone. It was a shame yeah. they didn't make it. They did everything they physically could in their power. It just just came down to to needing a loss and it, it just didn't happen. But Toronto is the second best form, I think. And they're just going to dog the Nets, even though the Nets looked good at moments. It's without Kyrie, without KD, you're relying on all these like young, not well-known players to, to try to survive like Freddie Van Fleet, who's looked phenomenal. Uh, Pascal Siakam. It, it's Toronto's just going to, cakewalk yeah i can't really argue that at all you knew my opinion so i kind of chuck a little bit there like i just there's that's such a that's that's really great for toronto and i think they're one of the teams that benefited from some time off you know mm-hmm. larry is like a tough guy but he's always a little banged up siakam had a big load this year i think that rest definitely helped him you know and he'll still probably be able to get up shots you know which i think is big for him getting him being able to knock down jumpers and i think gasol really needed the rest but, dude, Nick Nurse has done just an amazing job. Like, kudos to him. You know, two years in a row, amazing coaching job. Very Fleet, like you said, another level. OG Anube, you know, fun, finally stayed healthy. On. That's yeah. a good guy. I forgot about him. He came on. Yeah, finally stayed healthy. My boy, my personal – I'm a fan favorite of Norman Powell. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my boy. He's good. He's been playing a lot. They got a lot of versatile guys that can defend with length. And, you know, and Stanley Johnson and Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, who are athletic guys. You know, they got Boucher, who's the same, athletic, tall, right. can shoot a little bit. It's 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 really just a well-put-together team, very versatile, very sound. And they play great, great team basketball. They defend. You know, they're not selfish guys. And that's what that's what you want, man. That's, re- that's really what you want when you don't have, like – Siakam is a star, but he's not, like, a, a Tier 1 or even probably a Tier 2 yet. He's on, he's He's getting there. He's getting there. Yeah. Definitely, but but yeah, I'm sorry to the Nets. <laughs> Thanks I for showing up, but but start packing your bags. 
it just to me i know i don't want to get on a huge tangent here but i i'm not a fan of what the nets have been doing yeah i i didn't like what Kyrie, how Kyrie and the celtics thing went down i think it's it was super disrespectful for them to bench jerry allen for deandre jordan just because Kyrie and KD like DeAndre Jordan because no offense, DeAndre Jordan's kind of old and wasn't very good last year. He got overpaid to begin with, mm-hmm. and Jared Allen is basically a younger version of him, and I think better. I think he's played better, and when he plays, they're better. So I don't understand why he got benched. I think that was a little disrespectful. Spencer Dinwiddie should be starting somewhere. If not, that man is just a bucket. Karis Levert has shown that he's good. Yes, he has things to improve on, but it's it, it's just it's it, I know KD and Kyrie are so good and I'm not arguing that they're both really good I just feel like you see all these trades where it's like oh get rid of Karis Silver, bring Bradley Beal all this other stuff and I'm like what more can you ask for from a team like they have players Joe Harris Dinwiddie Joe Harris know. looked pretty good so far too yeah him and Karis look really good he's a great shooter you know obviously you probably like in real reality they're not gonna be able to pay Joe Harris but like there's guys there and I feel like they're getting underrated and undervalued and like, I just don't like the leadership around there. Like, DJ is a good guy. DeAndre Jordan's a good guy. But I just feel like leadership's going to be an issue there. And I I feel like Kenny Atkinson got the boot, and it wasn't really deserved. And I hope he gets another job. Yeah. So, for me, under that team just – I kind of – a little bit. But not that the players are playing deserve to get swept. It's kind of like, well, this is what you get a little bit. Well, none of those guys you have issues with are playing, though. Yeah. But, all right. So, next – so – we both agree. Celtics, Raptors in that next round. Who do you have advancing to the, the Eastern Conference Finals? Uh, dude, this is this is, I'm trying to put bias aside. I wanna pick the Celtics. <laughs> I wanna pick the Celtics. But I feel like you gotta ride that Raptors wave, yeah. man. They've been they've been good all year. Really good all year and they they just what well, they did last year, I think that finally got they were getting remember when it was LeBron till LeBron was smacking them. I think LeBron not being there, plus just like finally getting over that hump and also winning that championship, it changes you. Mm-hmm. You know, especially for guys like Kyle Lowry, who's kind of had moments where he floundered, like floundered. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, this is. I think that I think they're going to be a very very tough team to be. Not that the Celtics can't win. It's just the Celtics don't have great interior play. That's their weakness, really, in reality. So, and maybe like some a little bit of like shooting off the bench. But if if, if the Celtics. The Celtics are going to need a score, and they're going to need to make sure they're not giving up a ton of points inside yeah. for them to win. But I have the Raptors winning. And Do you have I'd it say, close? I don't see the Celtics winning. Uh, yeah, I have it close. You know what? Me I'm going to say close. Me I'm going to say two or three w- wins for the Celtics. Oh, really? I, I think... Yeah, I would say it goes to like Game 7, to be honest. I, I like... I love that. I, I like the Celtics a lot. Like the Celtics a lot. But like I said when previously, Toronto's just been on a top form. They look so freaking good. I do like the Celtics uh, matching up every position except for interior. Like you said, like they're going to have to rely on Daniel Tice. You know? like, yeah. Really? But they, like, I like everyone else because everyone else is versatile. Like Everyone else could, could match up. Like They could switch on picks. I don't think they could get taken advantage of really defensively other than at center. Um, so I, that's why I think they could they could win like three games probably. But yeah, ultimately just the form that Toronto's on is just unbelievable. I think I think they, they make it to the Eastern Conference. 
So let's go to the top half uh, of the Eastern bracket. We got Milwaukee and Orlando. Just another another one of those. Pack your bag. Pack your bags, Orlando. Thank you for participating. Y'all could go home and leave the bubble. It's going to be a quick four games, and that's it. Yes, but I'm going to give the Magic one game, and not a courtesy one. Really? I think they're going to get. I think they're going to get a win. Really? I don't, I don't. I'm not. I'm not on the Bucks this year, man. I don't. They may be like technically better, but I don't think they really are better than they were last year. Personally, I I agree. I sorry. I I agree though. The Bucks. I'm not a fan of them this year. I I truly really haven't been a fan of them in general. But honestly, I just don't get or like Orlando and how and how they. Other than the fact that the East is just god awful. Like, I just don't understand how they're an 8 seed. To be honest, I think Brooklyn is... Actually, no. No, I was going to say Brooklyn might be better, but I don't think so. I mean, I think the Magic just have been drafting wrong, personally. Mm -hmm. Like, that's my personal opinion. I I like that Fultz has had a good year. I think Fournier has been good again. Vujicic is good. I think Aaron Gordon's good. But then you have Isaac and Gordon. Gordon is not a 4. He's he's really a three. Isaac is a three. He has flashes. Jonathan Isaac has flashes, but obviously the injuries. Injuries. Yeah, and the one this year. Yeah, the one this year was pretty bad. Like he he was looking pretty pretty good, like a a nice bench piece to come off. And then yeah, and then what he tore his meniscus or whatever it was. And ACL. ACL. Yep. ACL and meniscus. He was like an all NBA caliber player, like all NBA defense, all NBA defense caliber, all NBA. Florida State. Yeah. It, it, they just have mismatching pieces, man. Al Farouk can't really shoot another wing defender. Then they got Mo Bamba, which they didn't need. The thing is, like, they just they just getting they're getting the positions they don't need. They need to make up. They need to mix it up. I like what you I said there. I really do like what you said there about mismatching pieces. A hundred percent facts. Yeah, I think keeping Fultz is fine. Mm-hmm. I think keeping Vujicic is going to be probably like you probably if you could find a trade for him. I think they do need to do the trade, but if not, they need to get Mo Bamba out. I think I really do think the person they need to really trade is Gordon for not just themselves, but for Gordon's sake. And I think with Gordon, man, like I think he needs to be on a team where he gets more time at the three because I think he really is a three. But I think he's shown classes of being better and like he's just kind of regressed this year. Last year he started out so hot and then he kind of cooled down. Like for him, man, just keep working on that shot, becoming a better shooter. And I think with more freedom, like not just as a playing more small forward, but just as a playmaker or like just having the ball more to do whatever you want, that's going to just make him a better player. I think he just needs a new new chance. I think that team, there's a lot, there's good talent, but they just, they're missing a star star. Like, Vujicic is good, but they need a star star, and then the mismatching pieces, pieces make it so much, so much, yeah. so much worse. Yeah, they're like one of those teams that just drafted, uh, like, a bunch of the same players, if that makes sense, you know? Like, it just just doesn't make sense like you have to like get complimentary pieces and they just were like no we're just gonna get a lot of the same people and just hope like that somehow they'll they'll work out but whatever let's move on to personally in my opinion the best series in the first round i love this series not only because massive Miami Heat fan, like I'm assuming most of our listeners are. But I think this is like probably the most even series with two teams. And I mean, you also got the 
Jimmy Butler, TJ Warren, a little drama going on. Nah, bro, you're bugging out. You heard what Jimmy said. You heard what Jimmy said, bro. You're bugging out. Hey, but no still, I, I, what what Jimmy says. Well, I mean, he didn't just <laughs> say Jimmy. it's done, though. He said he ain't on my level, so he's still throwing shade. Like it's still there. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I'm taking the heat. It's I'm, me too. We're both from Miami. One thousand percent. Let's go Heat. It's not biased for me though. Like oh, if you were like, it is a little biased. Nah, dude. I just. TJ Warren was hot. I don't. I'm not saying it's impossible for it to continue. The odds are just out there. The man's a bucket, but like to do what he was doing, that's hard to sustain when you really never done it before. And also, man, oh Depot, I, I hope he finds his form. I just don't think it's going to be in the playoffs. Right. Like he's, he's just, he just really hasn't been the same, you know. And that's tough. And even then, like when he popped off, it was it was it wasn't un- unexpected. It was a little out of nowhere though. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they for them to win, they need Oladipo and. and uh, Warren to ball. Unfortunately, they got Sabonis hurt, which was a tough one, and Brogdon's been banged up. If Brogdon plays and can play well, I mean, they definitely have a shot. They have pieces. It's not like they don't. They just had some tough injuries this year, and they've been been pretty banged up. So I'm going with Heat because I think the shooting and Jimmy and Bam are going to be, you know, really important. But I think Bam playing really well, you know, like against Miles Turner and whoever else is going to be a massive one. I think Bam's the key guy, and the the heat shooting, you know, and Drogic off the bench. Those my, are my keys. I agree, man. The Heat are just – I think they're such a well-built team. You know, like, that is the, like, definition of complimentary. Like, you got Bam. You got a, a very good interior player who could also handle the ball a little bit. You got mm-hmm. complimentary shooters, even at big men. So you could, like – you could play – Kelly Olynyk out there. Even Miles Miles could shoot threes. You got Duncan Robinson, best shooter in the league. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> you got Tyler Hero, who who's a great shooter too, but he could also you know attack off off the dribble. Goran Dragic, amazing, and I love that he comes off the bench with all that like aggressive play and, and scoring ability, and he's still passing the ball. Jimmy Butler. Phenomenal defender, and he's still got the offensive skill set to to kind of take over when we need it. Um, Kendrick Nunn has uh, – I loved Kendrick Nunn in the beginning of the season, but he, he's struggling to find his form in this restart. I think that's crucial if they want to make a run further than the second round. Uh, but I, I do – I love, like, everything about the Heat. I, I love Jay Crowder. Iggy isn't getting big minutes, and he's not doing what I think the Heat were hoping he would do when we traded for him. But he he could play some defense. He could he's a a great leader. He's a big figure in the locker room to help these young guys like Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson, mm-hmm. even Bam learn how the playoffs work and how to like cons- not conserve your energy, but you know like play smarter. Like it's not a one and done series. It's a best of seven. You know sometimes it's okay to not go balls to the wall every single game, you know? Yeah. I, I think you had a lot of key points too. I would say the two key players for the heat, obviously I said Bam a little bit, but like, I think two major factors for them to not just to, just to make a good run and be very competitive is going to be Jimmy specifically Jimmy's sco- scoring and shooting. He's going to need to be able to do that. I think he's been playmaking a lot this year, which I think he continue to do. 
but he's going to need to be able to score 20 points a night, 30 points a night at times. He's going to need to have big games. None, none's a good one. I definitely think none turning it around is big, but I think we need Hero off the bench having big games, man. The Heat's bench is like massively important for their success and against really good teams. So that's what I liked. So it got to a point where the Heat essentially locked into this this game that we couldn't we couldn't drop below five and we couldn't get above four. So we were locked into this game, and we kind of started just playing like the young kids and, and the bench guys to try to like get them into form, see what we could get from them. And I really liked the way that Tyler hero came out and played. Yes. Uh, he didn't necessarily shoot the best percentage, but I loved like we got him to play more aggressive and attack more off the dribble. Cause traditionally he, he kind of was just um, like a, a shooter. He just come off screens and shoot or, or, or spot up in a corner and shoot. But we like we let him be the main ball handler. We would run plays through him. We would even let him take some of the last shots. And yes, he he did miss like some of the final shots. But still, like trying to give him that confidence. Like we're showing we're confident in you. Like go out there and play. Like who cares what happens? Let's just play some basketball. Get the best out of you. And I I thought it was really smart by Spolstra to do that. Let some of the bench guys and, and the young kids play more at the end of the season to get the get the best form out of them leading into the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's both that and just getting the older vets some rest too, which I yeah, think is good. Like, definitely. All right, so we both have Milwaukee and the Heat in the second round. <laughs> Who do you have? I'm, I'm sorry, man. I, I got to take Milwaukee here. I don't think the Heat could win more than two. So, so I think – Similar to what you were saying about the Western Conference Finals, depending on how many games get played leading into that game, or like that matchup, mm-hmm. I think if the Heat manage a way to get out of the Pacers series in five games, I think we have a good shot. Yes, that's a that's partially biased, but I genuinely think because yes, our veteran players are pretty important to us. So I think we'll need them when we play a team like Milwaukee that's not necessarily known for for playoff experience and being veteran, but just like their skill set. Uh, I, I think our veteran players are crucial to that. So I, I would like to have them in, in the best physical shape going into that. But I think if we get out out of that, that Pacers series with five games, which I don't think is realistic, I think that series – would go seven or eight realistically. I think the heat could beat Milwaukee. Cause like we've said before, Milwaukee doesn't look like they haven't looked that great in, in this restart. The heat, I think have looked very good in the restart. Yes. They, they have, I think they had like three losses, but the last loss to the Pacers, we literally played our, our bench the entire game. Pretty much the loss before that was to, it was to the Thunder, and we pretty much played our – we were up by like 20 at half, and then we played our bench the entire second half, and we ended up losing on a final shot. So, like, I I think Milwaukee's kind of like limping through, and, and I think the Heat have a chance, but honestly, Milwaukee will probably come through just because Giannis. Like, we, that, that's a hard matchup for any of our guys defensively. Yeah, I think that with Middleton, and if, if Bledsoe can just – I think that big for – for the Bucks this year, you know we're getting out Milton and Giannis. 
if they can get what Bledsoe is in the regular season, or just way better than what he's given in the playoffs the last year or two. Because Bledsoe's a good player. He's just been bad in the playoffs. If he can be that, that's scary. That that makes me scared of the Bucks in any matchup, having that three-headed monster. Because Bledsoe's a key figure, man, on both sides of the ball. And just offensively, he has not done anything in the playoffs. He's been awful. Right. He needs – if they can just get what he gets in, gives in the regular season or even close to that, like, dude, that's that's scary. I'm just saying that that is scary. Okay. So we both have Milwaukee and Toronto in the final for the Eastern Conference. Who do you who do you have representing the East to play? I guess Toronto, man. I'm riding that wave, man. I, I'm riding that wave. Hundred percent, hundred percent with you on that. Toronto is just looking so freaking good, so freaking good. And I like, yeah, like Milwaukee just hasn't looked that good. I think they actually have good matchups. Like I, I'm not saying who you think Pascal Siakam would would guard Giannis, right? Yep. He's not gonna lock him down or anything, but he's definitely gonna kind of slow him down. You know, it's one of those things like you're not expecting him to to shut him down, but you're hoping that he he holds him to like ten points or like fifteen, twenty points, something like that, and force other people to beat you. Yeah, I mean, again, I I think if the Bucks three headed monster, like. If Bledsoe and Milton, because you know Giannis is going to play pretty well. If it basically comes down to two, if 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 Bledsoe and Milton are playing well, that's obviously going to help Giannis a lot more. He's going to open up the the floor more. Mm-hmm. But I, I I really do believe I think if like those three are actually all playing well for once in the playoffs, like together, they 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 would win that series. But I'm not expecting that, so I'm going to go with the the Raptors because that's a big if. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, like I do mean that, like if Bledsoe and Milton are playing well. Because you know what you're getting from Giannis, they 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 would probably win that series. Because I don't think you could stop that three headed monster. So who'd you, who? So overall, you you have Milwaukee winning, or no? I'm thinking oh, you're the saying in this situation. Milwaukee and I'm, in that situation, if that were to happen, that would change my my pick, which so, I know isn't fair. No situations. Raptors. Because you also did that in the Western Conference. Raptors, but close. Who do you have in the Western Conference? Because you you did that the same scenario. I'm picking the Raptors. That's in the east, but in the west. Oh, in the west, I I, I didn't pick. You, you did like a scenario. You said if the Lakers got, if they had to play the same amount of games or close to or more games than the Clippers leading into the that final, you would pick the Clippers. But you said if not, okay. you think the Lakers. Hypotheticals aside, like situations aside, it would be Lakers Raptors as my first choice. Yep, that's what I got. But again, it could go either. I, Who I still do you think have it's... winning the entire thing, though? Lakers. <laughs> me too. Why are you copying me? Can you be <laughs> original for once? Oh no, no, no! <laughs> I'm the basketball guy between us two more often than yeah. not, so I don't want to hear that one. Yeah, no, but, I, uh, I, it, it's a lot. Of, I, I agree. Like, it's tough though, dude. Because like, like you said, we talked about this before the podcast a little bit, guys. Like it's hard not to go with like the like the favorites or like the better player like the better teams on paper. Like it's just it's really hard. Like yes, you do the eye test, you watch the games in the bubble and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, playoff basketball is a different animal. And a lot of teams like the Lakers, I cut them a little slack because I think they were testing some of the newer players out and some different combinations. Right, and you, you know, know, you know, LeBron. He's not known for. Some people will say he's known for it. I personally don't believe in knocking LeBron for anything. I just call it strategy. 
but like he's kind of known for not taking off plays or, or whatever you want to call it, but he's mm-hmm. kind of known for for like experimenting more uh, leading up to the playoffs. But once he gets in the playoffs, there's no messing around. Yeah, it's a different yeah. animal. Yeah. I think this year though, he even the regular season he recommitted to defense. Like yeah. he's probably going to be on the defensive team. I don't know which one, but I think he should he be was, first. Just, just really that good. final, just that final possession against the Clippers, where he he locked down both Paul Paul George and Kawhi on the same play. Yeah, I have I have him as my MVP this year too. Heck yeah! All right, so we both got the Lakers winning the entire thing. Just to say, we know everything, so that is what's going to happen. Don't even bother watching the playoffs. <laughs> We're called psychics. We know everything. I'm just kidding, but yeah, guys. Please, 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 please. We're not having enough activity. Can you guys please comment on Twitter or on Instagram what you guys think? We want to know. We want to know. Seriously, guys. You know, we learn more from you guys than we do from anything else. And we want to hear your opinions. We want to hear what you want. Not even just like on your commenting on this. Just tell us what you want us to talk about. Tell us what you want to hear. Give us criticism. Tell us we suck. Tell us we're good. Either or. Both. All right, now we're going to talk about the bubble restart, guys. There were some surprises, like I touched on earlier with Phoenix. There were also disappointments, like the Pelicans. Oh, dude. First off, dude. I, I, I want to kind of keep it short with Phoenix because they, they did all their talking on the court. They freaking balled out. Everyone played well. Like, yeah, a lot of people were say, like putting it on like Devin Booker, which he deserves a lot of the credit, but their entire team played incredibly well. It was a shame they did not make the playoffs, but they did everything in their power. They literally, everything they physically could do, they did. It, it came down to needing a loss just because they had, they were behind so much leading into the, into this restart, but man... Man, it was a shame. It was a shame, but it is what it is. Get that man out of Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, Draymond does not deserve to be fined for tampering and saying something that everyone thoroughly believes that this man's been wasting a lot of valuable time in his career with a, a team that just now started to commit and help him. Yeah. I mean, I think they finally found the right coach, which was a big issue. And I, I think the issue was stability. They kept firing coaches. But I think – Monty Williams has proven to be a solid coach and just a really, really amazing person that everyone loves and respects, which is, I think is a big deal. And I think they've been drafting well, man. And it's starting to, and they made some solid trades and acquisitions. Even though Ubre with Kelly Ubre Jr. was out, me and me both are huge fans. I've always been a fan of him at Kansas in the league. And I thought he just, he's just one of those guys. There's something about him that just draws you in. He's so athletic and smooth and like he's a lefty, which is nice. And like, He's, he's a baller, man. Good defender, everything like that. And I think I, I've always been a D-Book fan. I liked him at uh, Kentucky. I will admit, I did I, I, when he got drafted, what, 13 or whatever it was, I was like, wow, I'm a little surprised. But right when he came to the league, I was like, man, this man's a baller. He's a killer. So yeah, I think they got pieces. I think they, I, I think they really got pieces. I think they're still like a piece or so away. But I think that team's up and coming if the players that they have do develop. Keeping Oubre is important. I think, yeah, just one, one, one or two players away. Maybe a, a solid bench guy, too, a really good score off the bench. But, man, they crushed the bubble. Good for you, D-Book. Let everyone know you're here if they didn't know. 
killer. We we been we we went on a very thorough and great conversation about our playoff bracket. So let's try to do something real quick here. So other than Phoenix, I want to hear. So one surprise, pleasant surprise you had, real quick, just what it was and why, very quickly, and then one disappointment for you, what it was, and very quickly. I'm a. I feel like anyone. Could, I think a solid. I, my disappointment. I'm gonna do two because I think one's kind of like. All right. Not as big. It's like it's quick. It's quick. The first one, I think Memphis kind of let down, man. They disappointed me in this bubble restart. And they were very good big from facts. the start to me. I think that was tough. I think Justice getting hurt again kind of sucked. I want to see what he was going to be on the team because I really, personally, even though I like the Heat and I'm from Miami, I thought the Heat folded in that trade. I thought the Grizzlies won that trade. And hopefully Justice can get healthy for once and stay healthy in the future. But I think they just let down in general. And, like, they should have been in the playoffs. Even though Dame's a beast, I, mean, I give all respect to Dame and CJ and the Blazers. But I think that and my like secondary disappointment was Ben Simmons getting hurt. I think that just sucked for me. And then my pleasant surprise was going to be Ben Simmons shooting some threes, but I think that's not – that was only a couple. But mm-hmm. I, 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 would, I would say, man, just the trash talk and how fun it was, the atmosphere. Like the Dame – CJ, uh, Dame, uh, Pat, Pat Bev, Bev, Paul yeah. George, and Paul George, like fight. That's sh- that was so funny. And Dame, honestly, I thought crushed him, put him in the ground, man. That's hilarious. Yeah, so I, I mentioned it before we started recording. It was kind of like a playoff environment, you know, this restart. It, it, like it, just because every team that was in had a opportunity to make the playoffs. So like for sure, there was automatically a competition like environment from the beginning. So real quick, my, my disappointment is a personal thing for me. It's the Pelicans. I absolutely love Zion. I see kind of what the Pelicans were doing, trying to like rest him, save him for the longevity of his career. But come on, man, you're really not going to let the kid play more than 15 minutes. You need to win to make the playoffs and you're going to let the kid play 15 minutes. And expect him to drop thirty points and win a game? No, I'm glad. I'm glad Alvin Gentry's out of there. I understand Zion was hurt for a good amount, but still, come on. And then my pleasant surprise, uh, but I would probably say Fre- Freddie Van Fleet. I know he's. <laughs> I know he's playing good, like be- before, like the restart before they they started or like canceled the season, pause the season, whatever. But man, Freddie Van Fleet, he's that boy. He looked good. Mm-hmm. He looks really, he looks like when he was playing at Wichita state with Ron Baker, bro. Like Dude, they were, they were monsters good. together in college and he, yeah. and he's, he's looking like that now in the NBA. It took him a while to adjust, but he is, he's on it. Yeah. I think that's a good one, man. I think that's a solid one. I don't, I think everyone knows Fred Van Fleet is here, you know, and I think he shows, man, you don't have to be the biggest guy. You don't have to be the most athletic guy to get buckets. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. kind of what, like, even Luca's kind of the same thing. I know Luca's like six, six, but still like Luca's showing, man, skill, skill matters. Talent matters, man. It's not all about the measurables and stuff and the physical profile all the time. Yep. I will say though, another little side thing that I thought was super funny was the whole Jalen Brown spider thing about getting tired of seeing each other. I thought that was pretty funny. All the time. I keep seeing this man everywhere. I thought that was pretty funny. All right, guys. We're going to end it there. Please, 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 please share us. 
Share your opinions with us. We want to hear. It's a discussion-based. We're telling you our opinions. We want to hear yours. And who knows? We'll start uh, possibly having you guys tweet at us or share your opinions on our Instagram. And we might start talking about it. We might go into further discussion about possibly doing one of those. If you get if you retweet us enough or you get enough followers for us, we might possibly have a special guest spot. Who knows? But please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at IMHO Sports Pod. That's IMHO Sports Pod. Thank you very much, guys. We really appreciate the love and support.